0: Welcome to What To Do. I am your host, John Gillett. It is indeed a pleasure to be with you on each and every Friday that we're together here. Uh, What an amazing, amazing, beautiful day here in the New Jersey area. What a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, Just some really nice weather. Couldn't be be better. One of the year's 10 best. Love that jingle. Brand new. All right, awesome stuff. The second week with our new jingle there, and uh, loving it. Thank you, Mark Fabio, of course, for that that musical moment. For What to Do, Week 15. Again, I'm John Gillick, your host. Uh, If you want to get on board with this show, please feel free to email me at jjg5150 at aol.com, or get in touch with me through Facebook, John Gillick, and I am Scotch Plains, New Jersey, John Gillick. There's a couple of other John Gillicks on there, but just check me out from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Uh, we have a lot of people who checked in this past week, um, some really new, new folks who have logged in to, um, to the show and really have, uh, really have embraced it. Uh, it's on two different platforms. You'll find it on Facebook and Twitter, and we've also added it to a podcast website that I will be sending out some information for that uh, next week because we're just in the process of putting some things together with those folks. Um, we're also working on some new audio here for the show, so that'll be uh, something to look forward to the next couple of weeks. Uh, we are back in our home studio, uh, the garage, where we broadcast from f- each and every Friday, except for last week when we were in beautiful Wildwood. Uh, great weather down there, wonderful time, uh, myself, my wife, and uh, my good friend Ed Dasher. Uh, we had a nice time, nice vacation, nice relaxing vacation. Uh, everybody pretty much did the, um, the the social distancing and the mask for the most part, which was really great. Got a chance to eat in some wonderful restaurants down there. If you're ever going to Wildwood, I strongly recommend these three restaurants. Beach Creek, Uri's, Little Italy, you cannot go wrong. There are others. There are more than three restaurants in, in Wildwood, but I totally recommend Uh, those three. They are three of my favorites. So uh, if you want to send somebody a nice gift certificate, if you know they're going to Wildwood, again, what to do. The initial idea behind this show was gift giving. And it's morphed into something completely different, obviously, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, But if you're interested in in getting somebody a gift certificate, I strongly recommend any one of those three restaurants. They will be delighted with their gift. Um, Also, nice stop at Laura's Fudge uh, to pick up some some nice delights. I know that um, the place is just world-known for their fudge, so it's another idea if you want to get someone a gift certificate for that. Excuse me. Um, Yeah, we want to touch on a few things this week. Um, A couple of things that I just noticed that were just amazing. Um, Finally got the chance to check out the Go-Go's documentary that's on Showtime. And I got to say, right off the bat, why are they not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? It is disturbing to me. Um, They were the only all-female group to have a number one single for six weeks on the charts. They're the only female rock band to play their own instruments, write their own songs, tour... uh, just did everything the guys were doing and did it just maybe a little bit better um and this documentary will certainly highlight a lot of that and If you haven't had the chance to check it out, it is absolutely stunning now I like rock documentaries i like I like looking at the artist from the artist's standpoint, and they are not afraid these five girls are not afraid to tell their story and it's a it's sad at times it's a very sad story. Um, but their music, you, you can't deny the Go-Go's coming out of L.A. In a, in a punk scene loaded with, you know, just these great garage bands and, you know, mixed up in, into the got into the power pop world, I suppose, uh, and in, into what we called New Wave. And, you know, they just rode that crest. And, and the funny thing about it is they explain when they made their first album, Beauty and the Beat, um, which is very, very punk, in, in my opinion. Um, they talk about how, in the studio, the producer made them slow the, song, slow the songs down, so you would hear the nuance, you would hear the recording, you would hear the, the music, you would hear the vocals, um, and be able to understand what they're doing. And this rockumentary, or documentary, how you want to put it, um, really highlights that. And there's a little treat at the end, uh, we hear some brand new music from the Go Go's that's just above and beyond, in my opinion. Great song. It's called Club Zero, and uh, you can catch it on YouTube. I know it's been released nationwide. I'm sure it has. I'll go check on that. Uh, but it is uh, loaded with the classic Go Go sound. And, you know, that's the beauty about music. Um, you, know, you don't have to be a genius, a music genius, to understand and appreciate music. Um, And most of us do. Most of us appreciate some form of music, whether it be pop music or rock music or heavy metal or jazz music or classical music. Whatever your world uh, is is focused on in terms of music, um, it's good to have an open mind about other forms of music. Uh, For instance, growing up, you know, my main influence listening to, to music was whatever was being played on WABC-AM. And then as I got older, I realized through older relatives that there was a radio station called WNEW-FM in New York, and they played the progressive hits. So that's where you heard the classics. You heard Led Zeppelin. You heard The Doors. You heard The Who. You heard all that music. We knew about the Beatles. Because And Elvis and things like that because of WABC. They played all those, those artists. But as you move and you get older, your circle becomes wider and the musical influences become wider. Your choices of music becomes wider. And there is a much... Um, there's much more to understand to the world. Like, for instance, in my own youth... I was really taken back by the new wave of british heavy metal um really into the iron maiden sound the judas priest tigers of pentang you can throw the scorpions in there as well Um, and they were some of the bands that i heard through um, alternative listening uh, which might have been a, a tape a recorded cassette tape that somebody handed me and said hey check this out meanwhile i was also getting a steady diet of WABC, FM. I was also getting a little bit in my diet of Bruce Springsteen and Southside Johnny and then listening to the horn bands, Three Dog Night and Chicago and listening to that music and then getting what I'm hearing from California, I'm hearing the Van Halens, I'm hearing the Motley Crue stuff and you know, you, then you mix in the New York punk scene and the only thing that I'm going to say that I didn't like about the Go-Go's documentary had nothing to do with the Go-Go's. They made a comment about when they went to England that the punk scene was kind of happening there. And that's true. It was. But if it wasn't for the Ramones, that scene wouldn't have happened. And that's a well-known fact. And you can find that out in a documentary uh, that the Ramones put out called Lifestyles of the Ramones, which is a really amazing uh, documentary about their career. And, um, you know, so you, your circle widens and your musical intake widens. And, like, when I went to start my first drum corps, I met a wonderful guy named Dave Barth, fantastic, my friend Mark Fabio, the guy who did our arrangement, he was involved with this drum corps. And they're giving you music that you never heard before, never heard of Frank Zappa, never heard of... King Crimson, never heard of Robert Fripp, never heard of all these artists. And then it, that just goes into your, into your circle, and that, and that widens your palate. And you're hearing classical music for the first time. And I remember the first time I heard the Garfield Cadets play in 1983, the Garfield Cadets Drum Corps, play Rocky Point, and it was knocking me out. And then I had to go back to the record store and go find that album, you know, and go find it, and friends of mine had it, and they made a recording for me. You know, So you learn about different genres and different styles of music, so you know, you widen your, your scope. And if you l- watch this documentary about the Go-Go's and you know nothing about them other than the fact that we got the beat and our lips are sealed and vacation are your three tunes that you know, well then you've already got both feet in the pool and you're about ready to go further because this documentary will take you further and it'll t- explain some things about that band that even I didn't know, and I'm sure other people wouldn't know either. But amazing. Check it out. Uh, continuing in the world of music, uh, two major things happened that I, I found interesting today. Today is the 30th anniversary of the first Alice in Chains record. Now, I want to talk about one of the most underrated rock bands I believe it would be Alice in Chains. They would be in part part of that conversation. Um, just great hooks, great tunes, solid rock, powerful, you know, just amazing. I can't believe, though, it's been 30 years since that debut album. And then, of course, the other news today coming out of uh, California, Frankie Benali, the wonderfully talented drummer for Quiet Riot, passed after his... Uh, 16th month bout with cancer, Uh, another talent tragically taken away from us in in this year of 2020, Um, just an amazing drummer, Uh, you listen to some of those cuts off the Quiet Riot records and you just hear this immense, immense sound, and uh, having seen Quiet Riot back in the day, I can tell you the man was ferocious on the drums and just an amazing talent, Uh, so we lost him today, of course, uh, Frankie Benali of Quiet Riot. So the COVID has hit uh, the world of athletics here in New York City. The New York Mets, uh, a player and a member of their personnel, have caught the dreaded COVID-19, thus pushing all the Yankee-Met games um, off the slate for this weekend. Would have been a nice weekend of Yankee-Met baseball here in New York. Um, and I was, I'm sure those will be made up as some sort of doubleheaders. See, the seven-inning doubleheader doesn't bother me as much. Um it's the fact that we're gonna be playing a lot of these doubleheaders. And growing up, I loved the doubleheader. Like if you got a Saturday and it is one o'clock in the afternoon and you and the Yankees are playing too and it's a gorgeous day and it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon in July and there's gonna be two games of baseball on them. Man, you didn't wanna leave. You didn't wanna leave the television set for fear you're gonna miss something great because those doubleheaders were just amazing. And it just seems like, you know, in this upside-down year of 2020, you know, those are going to be the norm because they, those games are going to be have, have to be made up. The Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals baseball club, they're making up doubleheaders. headers. seems like they're playing doubleheaders every single day. Um, you know, so it's, it's, just, it's just amazing how the COVID is just playing havoc with the baseball schedule. Conversely, on the other side of the coin, If you have a friend and this friend has no interest in hockey and you want to tell your friend, here is what hockey is like, please put on the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, my God, has it been amazing. And I'm not just saying it from my team standpoint. If you don't know who I root for at this time it's Boston Bruins, obviously. I'm not just saying it from that standpoint, but I am saying it from an overall standpoint. These games have been amazing. These guys are playing full out in front of nobody, and they know it. But, you know, they're just, it, it's just an honor to have to win and get to be the Stanley Cup champion and to watch these games. And tonight, you're going to see the Flyers go up against the Montreal Canadiens. Um, you know, it's a hard fought battle on both sides. Uh, in the West, you've got a game going on tonight as well. Uh, So, you know, if you have a friend who's on the fence about hockey, oh, you know, I never really kind of watched hockey, I don't really kind of get into it, show them the Stanley Cup championships, show them the Stanley Cup playoffs, because they are definitely something to watch. Same with the NBA, I got to tell you. Some of the NBA uh, games have been really, really amazing. Um, Just waiting for LeBron and and crew to kick it in and and make this thing happen, yeah. some other teams the trailblazers are really you know putting it together uh, a lot of the west teams some of the east teams celtics uh nets you know and taking on the raptors you know but they're kind of holding their own at times which is nice to see so um some really good things happen there so again you know and that's another thing now's the time to drag your friends into those circles of sports. Um, if you're an avid NBA fan and your friends kind of on the fringe they don't really kind of watch it and stuff like that now's the time to drag them into the circle and let them pick a team for instance and let them say hey I want to be a fan of that team and then now you got an extra gift to get them for Christmas or for Hanukkah or for whatever now you got them hooked same thing with the hockey you got them hooked so there's a lot going on regarding uh, regarding the sports which is good uh, football training camps are in in already in everyone's already in right yeah okay everybody's already in uh training camp they're moving along uh, i heard this uh the, the hard knocks this year isn't really that good um kind of has taken a step back from what it was um i remember when it hard knocks first started it was very very eye opening about how an nfl team goes about their business and now it's just nothing more than highlight reels of what they did in practice there's no Personality, so to speak, behind the hard knocks. So again, no, that's an inside look into the NFL. I think you get a better inside look watching the NFL network. Um, but that's just my two cents on on that. Um, Mr. Biden accepted the Democratic uh, presidential nomination. Um, yep, so here we go. Strap in, We're waiting to get until November. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, school districts, left and right, are opening up and some are going all virtual some are doing a hybrid type of thing and what i find interesting is that in some school districts um they're they're going full bore with their fall activities and some school districts are not going full out with their fall activities and you know kind of leaves parents hanging there and i think that um i think the parents you're gonna get those i guess they're called karens whatever, um, are going to complain. Yeah, my kid has to go to school. I want my kid in school. I want this to happen, but I want it to be safe. Well, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You're going to have to figure out something down the line that's going to be equitable for everybody. And I believe firmly that going into school right now is not what we need. Um, we need to figure out how to make that stronger, how to make that better. And I think we're working towards that. But it's, you got to have some time to get that taken care of. And the same thing with the fall thing. I mean, I've I've heard in certain districts in New York State, I've heard in districts around the tri-state area here where they have canceled one activity and let the other activities happen. And that's not quite fair. And that, you know, that's not fair to anybody. Um, And the parents have a right to ask questions about that. So, you know, with this whole COVID thing, I heard a great quote today. Instead of looking at it as an obstacle, look at it as an opportunity. And I think that if we took that uh, to heart, I think if we as you know, humans took that to heart, I think that we would, we would be able to have more success in battling this, this COVID-19 and, and making sure that we're all on the same page in regards to how to get things done. And I think that um, instead of looking at it as an obstacle, let's make it into an opportunity. I think that will help putting kids back in school safely, putting the teachers back in school safely, putting all activities back safely. Um, You know, Let's not look at that as the obstacle. Let's look at it as an opportunity. And uh, I'm going to leave you with that this week. It's great to be home. It's great to be back in our home studio here in the garage where we broadcast from each and every Friday uh, as we head towards the end of August. I can't believe that we're saying that the end of August is near. I saw a post a friend of mine put on Facebook that, as of this past week, eight o'clock is no eight o'clock at night is no longer light out, and it's happening, and it's sad. You know, it signals the end of the summer, and of course, Labor Day being the traditional pass off of, of uh, the end of summer, and we all know we're going to get those weirdo days in September and even October, uh, where it's going to be warm. But you know what? Better days are coming, gang. Uh, you know, couldn't say it better than Bruce Springsteen. Better days are coming. Um, hang in there. Love one another. Do the right thing. Sounds like cliches, but it is true. You know, it, and that's, I guess, what we need to do right now. And don't look at it as an obstacle. Look at it as an opportunity. It's been great being with you. Again, if you want to get on the show, jjg5150 at aol.com. John Gillick, Facebook from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. It's been a blast being with you today. Hope all is well and enjoy. Talk to you soon. Bye.